0: Welcome to the Walking on Eggshells with Dr. Tulu podcast. This is the podcast that helps parents and especially those caring for a child with a chronic health condition to balance supporting your child's mental health with maintaining your own emotional health. Hello there, this is Dr. Tulu Lopeyanugo from St. John Cap, where we empower you mental health through a variety of means. Um, by providing information to parents, teachers, caregivers, also providing emotional health information to to kids themselves, as well as um, supporting parents who care for a child with a chronic mental health condition. Um, We have a number of channels through which we do this, a YouTube channel, um, a podcast called Working on Eggshells with Dr. Tolu, an Instagram page and a Facebook page all called St. John Cat. Today, I'm going to be um, interviewing a colleague, and we're discussing a very interesting topic. We're going to be discussing living long, living well. With me, I have Dr. Tolu um, Lapintor, <laughs> as you may have noticed, she's my namesake, so another Dr. Tolu here today. I'm going to get her to introduce herself to us, and then we'll just jump right in. Thank you very much, Dr. Labinto, for joining us today. I'm really grateful you're taking time out to do this. Thank you.
1: Thank you for what you do, and thank you for the privilege and honor to be here. Um, just a brief introduction. My name is Dr. Tula Kwe um, CEO and co-founder of family, uh, Living Spring Family Medical Center in the good city of Mansfield, Texas. I am a family physician. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm Christian. I'm I'm, a, I'm an advocate in helping people live in long and well because I believe the quality of life is just as important as the quantity of life. I'm share a few tips with you today
0: great that is so good good to see you. good to have you here today so you know you talk about people living long people living well so i'm wondering is there any like benchmark how how do we say somebody has lived long are there any scientific or is it just an anecdotal thing
1: I, i'll be honest with you it's more on a, on a doctor I, I i can't say when how long someone will live but um the whole idea is to live as long and as well as possible so not a life that's long and miserable um the life that's cut short um unnecessarily so of course things happen in life which we can't control i do believe that there are things that we can do to increase the odds or increase the chances of us living a better quantity so the length and a better quality of life there's always something to improve on so i help you know i i like to encourage people that there's something else you could do to improve those chances it's all about increasing the
0: odds right yeah exactly wow and so when you say living well or thriving what does that look like so it's
1: it's it's unique for everyone um depending on what one's background is uh what chronic illnesses they may have um living well is being able to do the things that matter most to that individual okay uh, for some they look forward to playing with their grandkids running around with them so a good quality of life is having the energy and a pain-free or relatively pain-free life so they can actually move and do those things with uh, their grandkids. For some others, it's to travel the world. And to do that, they want to be able to go hiking and different mountains or um, travel the world without um, the limitations of feeling fatigued or feeling short of breath. So it's different for everyone. And so um, the big step or the first step is typically, okay, what's your why? Um, What what do you look forward to? Um, What are things that add to your joy? And how can I help you get there in the best shape um, possible? So that's what quality of living well, you know, it's, it's unique to the individual. Um, you know, for some, you know, who are going through some tough, you know, I, I recently had to, you know, have a conversation with a patient who had terminal um, illness. And for her, you know, being pain-free and just being around family was what a better quality of life, whatever that's left um, for her. So it's, it's different for each, each individual.
0: So, what I hear you saying is, you know, it's really individual based and almost like whatever goals you have for your life, what are your values that will determine um, what living well looks like for you. So, like my parents are elderly, for example. And when I look at them and their friends and I see different health challenges, some are really still very healthy, some are not. And I'm wondering, are there things they did in their 30s or 40s that may have changed the way the kind of their life is today physically? So I'm wondering when you see an elderly person in your clinic, do you are there things that would indicate that this person has done a good job of caring for their health up till now? Um, the truth is,
1: and, and, and I, I want to say this real quick, for those who are watching, this is not a, oh my God, a regret session like, oh, I wish I did this. Yes, we always wish we could have done some things better back then. But you cannot go back in time and change it. So, this is more an empowering session to say, okay, what can I do from now on? Right. So, I just want to say that real quick. Now, um, I've had interviews with a few um, nonagenarians. So, those are uh, patients of mine who have clocked 90 and above. And over the course of 13 years, you know, in my career, I've asked them questions like, if you could talk to the younger folks, like, what would you say are secrets to living well? I would say for 99.9% of them, none of them were obese. So, you know, I, 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 and I say that with all um, with all due respect, like maintaining a healthy weight was common to all of them. So I saw that and then they gave me their tips. Number one, they said, go for your checkups. Like go get get the checkup. Even, even if you disagree with what, um, what the doctor says, have an informed discussion, meaning I say what is important to me, the doctor advises, I disagree with this, I'll do this, but I know why I'm choosing what, right? So what was common to them is that they went for checkups. Number two, um, they exercised intentionally and not. Some were like, "Oh, I don't have time to go to the gym," but they were always walking somewhere, biking. They would do dance classes. They were just, you know, kind of all over the place. So um, movement was unique to them. To eating, to live, not living, to eat, and and that's you know, I'm a foodie. I enjoy eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm thankful. I'm alive to eat. Like I, lo- I'm so happy when I eat. But you know, you 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 eat to live, you don't live to eat. And so they maintained a healthy diet. And, and by that, more plants, fresh fruits and vegetables. That was also unique to them. Some other thing was support systems. A lot of them had family around them. They were married. And I'm not saying everyone needs to get married, but having a community was unique, like was common to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one that struck me that I, I saw a pattern and it was communicated mm-hmm. in different ways is forgiveness you can't hold on to, you can't hold it. doesn't, wow. it doesn't add value. It doesn't add, it takes from you. I I, I have seen over time the link between unforgiveness and chronic illness that sometimes unexplained. And I'm not saying that people are not wrong. I'm um, not wronged You legitimately, and you have the right to hold, but it doesn't, it doesn't help you. And so I, I tend to encourage if it's loving them from afar or keeping your distance, Um, that letting go of that is a big, is a big um to longevity um um, so that was what i I saw as a trend you know and so you know when i see some of my older uh, patients who are still you know i have one who comes in argues with me about blood pressure man i'm like you're 92 at this point you know whatever you want to do i'm 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 good with it's just i want you to understand the consequences of not taking these medicines versus you know taking so um you can see there's some of course there's some genetic advantages that sometimes happen but for the most part, there are things we can do to influence how well we live down the line, and down the line can be a year from now. It could be a month from now,
0: actually. You know. Wow. Yeah. I, I love. I love. You know, I love the feedback you've gotten from your patients. So I mean, physical exercise, living, or eating to live, <laughs> and um, you know, forgiveness. You know, I, I, Support system. I think those are all great tips. So, how early do you think we should start putting all those things in place? How at what age do we start? You know, encouraging those lifestyle changes.
1: Physicians, we're physicians. What do we do? Tummy time or a baby, right? Get tummy time. Get them moving, right? So, Mm -hmm. as early as now. And this is not a pressure comment. Like, ooh, you got it's. It's okay. It's what can I do now to increase. My chances of living well and getting a better quality of life next week. What can I start doing now? You know, so it's it's as early as, as now. You're now in your 80s, in your 70s, in your 60s, your 50s, 40s, 30s, 40s. yeah, even teenagers. You know, y'all can start honing in on the habits. I wish there are some things I I had mastered when I was a younger age, but I'm thankful for you know God's grace that you know He 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 can extend. Um, mm-hmm. But I. Didn't I wish I knew when I was younger. So now I get real passionate about like, guys, don't make the same mistake. You don't have to learn everything. So it's as good as, as now.
0: I, I love that. And that is one of the reasons why I do what I do with this channel. It's really providing information because the minute you get the information, your life can change. You can just kickstart things no matter how young you are. And you can also can introduce the same lifestyle changes to your children. They're not too young to get it. Like you said, Tommy time you know, really early in life. So I think that that's phenomenal. So um, I work with parents who are caring for a child with a mental health diagnosis, who are busy moms and then have to care for their family and this index child. So they may feel like they're really overwhelmed. I'm just wondering, do you have a couple of tips for people in that category?
1: And I I, I wanna say this, I wanna encourage you, um, you know, if you fall into that category, you know, that um, it, it is possible to live a better quality of life. So the first step is to know that it's possible. Um, and of course, there are a lot of things that will help <clears throat> you actually get to the point where you believe that and you live that out. Um, the first thing I would say is, is like I said, you know, knowing that it's possible. Number two, knowing that and, and normalizing the fact that you can't have time for everything. Let, let that sink in, like, you can, it's not possible. There's always something to do. One of the things that would be very helpful would be to prioritize. I know you're thinking, oh, you don't know what it's like to be in my shoes. I'll be honest with you, I, I, I don't to, to, to a total extent. And I'm also a wife, a mom, balancing different hats, how to take care of older parents, how to take care of young kids, how to, you know, um, so but i want you to know that you know you can't have time for everything sometimes it's a question of prioritizing what are things that i cannot let go of what are things that need to fall off my schedule so that's um, that's number 2 number 3 i would say community building a community it takes a whole village you say to raise a child it takes a whole community to keep the child and the family existing
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it does and 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 sometimes and you know i we feel like we must be the ones to suffer through it all or to do everything to really be good parents. And that's not necessarily true. Having a community of support systems, of resources, either through your physicians, um, through you know therapists, through family, through support groups online and offline, through services that government offers, through services your insurance companies offer, um, offer you know, and sometimes you do have to put in the work to pull those resources or build one yourself. But community is very important. We don't always have to do everything to be good parents, you know. Um, so that's that's another one. Self care. I say it was tip number four, and that one, I'll be honest with you, I struggled with that initially. Like uh, self care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the mothering instinct doesn't doesn't adapt to that so much. You know, we feel self-care. It take time to do all the things for myself. Um, but the truth is you cannot pour from a cup that's empty. You cannot give what you don't have. And so it's important because you are tied to the well-being of everyone around you. It's important that you prioritize things that help keep you going. And that is not necessarily going to do your nails or going for a massage. It could be in the habits you're honing every day. Five minutes of meditation where you sit. I sit on a Bible verse and I speak to myself and I tell myself things that I'm able to do even when I don't believe it. You know, it's it's praying. It's drawing strength from my father because I know that this is tough. It's, it's exercising, you know, um, for a few minutes before everyone else gets up. It's doing those things that ensure that I'm still going. So that can be your self-care. And it's important to find somewhere somewhere somehow to get that in because it keeps you going and actually keeps you strong um and um the other thing i also uh, i would say and i I talked about this you know i wanted to emphasize this asking for help asking for help and taking the help oh my goodness my goodness my goodness um you know we we want to oh "Oh, no i help you i help you but no i don't want to be bothered no ask for help and receive the help that you're able to um to get yeah
0: wow those are great tips i'm like you have like did you watch my video about caring for pe- for kids because <laughs> the tips are the same and it just shows there's nothing like we're not we are not reinventing the wheel we just want you to care for yourself we want you to you know Use your community. We want you to use the resources available and prioritize. Also, these things are principles that we keep repeating again and again. And I'm glad that you're hearing it from Dr. Labintoy again. It just shows that, you know, these are tried and, you know, tested principles. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, listen, you've given tips for the parents. Are there tips that they can, you know, for their children, you know, Any tips for children or teenagers to live better? So
1: I, I, I have, you know, I have a I have a big um I have a soft sport for teenagers <clears throat> because I I know well I was a teenager myself and I, I remember, you know, how emotions can seem like
0: whoa, oh, like mm-hmm.
1: your whole world. Um one of the things I would say that it's not unique to you. Of course you're special. Mm-hmm. The emotional highs and lows are not particularly unique to you because of the hormonal changes. These things are common around that age. One of the tips I tend to give um, my my teenagers, and this is old school, I tell them, I say it's important to also build a system and a community. But I want to challenge you to look for people who will tell you the truth even when you don't like it. I usually get like, uh, and I tell them, you know, a lot of them, they're smart, they're beautiful, they're they're doing things, they they have gifts. Sometimes I can just look at them and tell like, you know, there's something about you in this light or that light. And I say, but one of the things that's very hard, you know, because in this age, it's, you know, my friends say this, There's peer pressure. I want to encourage you to look intentionally for positive peer pressure
0: mm-hmm. where
1: you're challenged to do better because it's easy to follow the norm. Look for people in your life who love you enough, not because of what value you add to them or how good you make them look, but will tell you the truth, even if it will hurt them. You will go far in life if wow. you do that. Trust me, you know, and you know, you know, understanding that your your parents, a lot of times, you know, your parents mean well. They're not out to get you, and believe it or not, they were young too, like you. They were. It may look like that was like in the in the BC time. <laughs> but trust me, they're young like you and they understand, you know, and knowing that they're coming from a place of love, it's, it makes it easier to, to communicate with them like, okay, you may not understand what I'm going through right now, or you may not see, but this is how I see things right now. I know you mean well. It will help the conversations be better. But support systems are important if you're feeling down. I know COVID did a number on a lot of our, I mean, adults and children and young, young folks. But seeking out and reaching out for help is important. And the last thing I would say is this, and I tell my teenagers this, is knowing your value, that you are loved. Like, I, you know, I think knowing that God loves somebody is such a big liberator. Like, you are loved. You are of, of inestimable value. And that you may not figure out, you may not know why you're on earth yet, but that's okay. Some of us don't figure it out. We're still figuring out at over 40. You know? yeah. Be gracious to yourself. You don't have to have it all figured out right now. And so take the pressure off yourself, all right? And just allow yourself to evolve. But it's important to know that you are valuable and that you deserve the best. And, and, and things, good things can happen for you. Even if the circumstances
0: don't look so favorable. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Those are great, great nudges. You know, so really your know, self I mean, your self-worth, your community, your pressure. And all the tips for your parents are relevant too. So really, you know. Plant-based diet, healthy living, exercise, a great community that's positive. I think that's all. That's all great advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Tolu. So, where do Dr. Lapinto? <laughs> where do we find you? Where, where, if we wanted to kind of look you up, look at your, your videos. Where's the best place to do that?
1: All right. If you're looking for a primary uh, care physician who's thorough, who's awesome, who's passionate, who have conversations to help you live long and well. You can come visit us at our office in Mansfield, Texas. And you can find all that information on the website. Thank you for posting that www.livingspring. Um, it's actually livingspringmedicals.com. Um, oh, no worries. Livingspringmedicals.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Living Spring Family Medical Center, on Instagram as dr underscore Ola Binton, and on TikTok as dr underscore Ola Binton. Okay, great. I,
0: I've just corrected that. So, um, So it's www.livingspringmedicals.com. Perfect. Okay. Right, and um, Facebook there. Okay, great. So before I let you go, Doctor Olabinto, any last word of advice for my for my audience today? Be encouraged. Don't see this as another assignment
1: or to do. Um, may not feel, or you may not feel like it, um, but that's okay. As you do it. As you do the things, you keep feeling like it, and you feel great. So be encouraged um, and, and do it.
0: Exactly. And if you just choose one thing out of all that we've spoken about today, just choose one thing to begin to start you know, to start doing, until it becomes a habit, and then pick the next thing. And if you feel like doing all of them at once, why not? But don't don't need to get overwhelmed. Thank you very much, and um, I'll see you again soon. In the meantime, remember to check out Saint John Cap on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, um, listen to the podcast. Working on eggshells with Dr. Tolu. Share with your network. Um, check the web, the blog on www.saintjohncap.com. Also like and share um, videos on Facebook, and you know tag people on Instagram as well. Thank you very much. Thanks, for Dr. so
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Looking forward to having you join me on the next episode. Till then, don't forget to share this with your friends and neighbours and to follow me on Facebook, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube where I am known as St. John Cap. That is St. John Cap with a double P. See you soon.